Hey guys, hope you're doing good. Um, you know, if you listened to the previous podcast, I said it was, you know, starting to change gears. Um, and part of that was strategically deciding, you know, things that you could potentially work on um, in whatever, you know, this pandemic is, um, which is such a lovely word over like crisis, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, you have to, I, I told you guys, you know, quick summary was figuring out like what what's prevented right now, um, treatment, gym, races, um, etc. Um, and then what you can, you know, do about that. So um, if you're planning, to, there's been a lot of funny memes going around today about guys on their second run and <laughs> pushing a police officer over to get the second run done, which is obviously a joke. But again, if you're planning to stick um, to the one run a day, and I'm not here to encourage um, you to do that or don't to do that, I don't see the harm um, in potentially running, you know, like two times that day um, if they're shorter runs and you are going at times where maybe it's not as popular and you are sticking to the distance thing. Um, you know, there was a lot of precautions today. I went to the store, went and did a bit of shopping in Tesco. Um, there's a lot of precautions taking place, um, you know, such as um, when you do get to the register, you have to wait, you can't load your shopping on, you have to stand two meters apart before the person before you finishes with their shopping. But then I fucking hit the plug my card in and put my pin code in on the same machine that every other person that day used. So, you know, we can't um, we can't avoid everything. We can't avoid all sorts of contact, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, come, come. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, just like walking dog. Um... Yeah, no, look, there's there's a lot going on, and there is precautions that, you know, I like to see people put in place, and um, it, it's the first it's the first time it's felt a wee bit real. I don't know if you guys will agree. Um, it's the first time I think people are, you know, like, for example, just there now, you know, stopping in the street while you're walking with your dog, and um, I, it's the first time it all feels a little bit and I noticed that even before Boris spoke the way he did you know I noticed that on Monday it just felt a wee bit more um, eerie and I think I used doom and gloom um, so yeah look you're, the first thing to do was um, almost your your acceptance of, of what the fuck is going on here um, and then you know the first thing I said was like problem solving um, so you're you're looking at what sort of problems is everything that's happening at the minute gonna gonna put in your path and like gonna you know think of the work that I used to do with Gary and the work I would have done with Gary wasn't so that on my best day I was a good professional athlete. The work I used to do with Gary was so that on my worst day I was as close to being a great professional athlete as I was on like, you know, my best days. And so if you can improve your worst days and you can you can make your worst days a pretty fucking good day, um, you become a very, very good athlete. Um so right now that's what we're that's what we're looking at. 
um, we're, we've all been a bit shook. Um, one, one of the things me and Gary used to talk about was, you know, things like um, getting everything else in your life in a pretty good place so that you were kind of bulletproof except for race day. So you weren't stood on the start line worried about money. You weren't stood on the start line worried about a relationship problem that needed sorted, a family issue. Um, and look, this is, this is one of the, this is going to be one of the, probably the most testing time we've all going to face. I, I would imagine there's people listening that haven't ran in a few days. You're completely out of routine. And so you've got to ask yourself, like, why, why is that? Is that, is that because of coronavirus? Because of rules set in place? Because of, you know, did coronavirus eat your fucking running shoes? And I'm joking, but I'm being serious, you know, like, I did the same. Look, I didn't run there for three days and I just allowed it to, to rock me. Um, now everybody has their own timeline. Everybody works to a different timeline. Um, and, and mine personally was, I, I needed a few days, um, I needed to take a little bit of time to myself, um, and, and then obviously it was never going to last. No, like I say, everybody has to decide in their own time when they're ready to, you know, move on, get back to routine. Some people will have kept routine, um, but, but still, I'm telling you, don't live in, in denial. You have to armor your brain to deal with what's going to pop up because, you know, I talked about the example, if you keep, you know, if you keep going hammers and tongs, full training, 12 mile tempo on Friday, like you would have done for London Marathon, that's, that's fine, right? Because I told you, if you believed that the training buildup was going to be of benefit to you, then I think that's, I think that's an awesome plan, right? I'm, I'm telling you that's an awesome plan. Um, but if you, if you needed London Marathon to exist at the end of that build-up to allow you to then be motivated for, let's say, the next training build-up, you need to understand that London is not fucking going to exist. So when you enter that taper phase, you're tapering for nothing. You know. Now, you can do your own test. You can do your own test around London. You can do your own test around Ireland, Belfast, Northern Ireland, etc., etc., but London, gone. Belfast Marathon, gone. You know? And that's, you need, we need to come to terms with that. And I mean, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I know these things are gone. I know it's a long time. You know, I, I believe I would have benefited from another marathon race. I wanted to do a marathon race where there was no pacemakers. I wanted to do a marathon race to keep the focus levels high, etc., etc. But now that it's gone and I look at it, you know, the, the step two is to strategize, strategize. Lovely. So you strategize how, how can you make this situation work in your favor, right? If there's, if there's going to be 80 people, let's say 80 people on the start line of the Olympic marathon next year, I'm going to guess the 80 that would have been on the start line of London or sorry, of Tokyo 2020, could be as much as 30-40% different at Tokyo 2021. You know, it'll have moved a year, but people are going to allow this event, pandemic, blah, 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 to affect them hard, right? So some people are going to do it um, by choice. 
They're not going to be able to deal with it. The, the prospect of no races for a year. They're not sponsored. They're not contracted. It's another year where, you know, maybe they'd already wasted altitude camps this year, big money on altitude camps this year. Some people aren't going to be okay with that. Um, I mean, I, I, it probably cost me £2,000 to fly to America and back in the space of two weeks for two races that never happened. That's, that's money. That's real. You know, I, I could have spent that on other things. I could have gave that to family members, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so these are all very real things that are going to happen. I'm at the place now where I decide, how can I make everything that's happened work to my advantage? I believe running was fucking flying, right? There was this boom, um, interest, more interest, you know, fucking better better technologies in the shoe world like you know we don't need to lie about shit like that anymore like we've just had a fucking pandemic we can talk about it um running had boomed i would imagine this is going to rock the running world and it'll all calm down a little bit so maybe maybe the the advantage here is that come next year you know the field won't be as strong um and i think and i, and I said this on twitter earlier Anybody, anybody that was not a metal prospect, and the metal prospects, I think, are, are clear. People know who the metal prospects were. And I'm not being negative when I tell you, I believe Callum Hawkins in the marathon was the only European, um, European athlete. Okay, there might be other European athletes um, that did just go and run fucking like 204, 205 at Tokyo, which is really pretty damn good um, so I could be wrong there but he's the only guy I put at the top of my list as having that medal potential because of his back-to-back fourth place finishes fourth or fifth um, good girl you know he definitely without a doubt sorry I'm walking the dog um, but yeah he definitely had it so if you're not Callum Hawkins or you're not Kipchoge or you're not some of these track in Ethiopian and, you know, distant stars. Um, this, and I, I don't mean this in a cheesy way or a, it's a gift to be given another year. Now, how you choose to use the next year of your life is completely on you. Um, definitely on you. So, personally, at first when all this was happening, you know, there was disappointment I was given the option to quit, right? Not by anybody but myself. I, I sit down and I think, right, big lad, um, no reason for a year. Um, do you want to quit? Do you, is that you? You know, do you want to do something else? Um, and, and I obviously, you know, it took 10 days, but I came to the conclusion of no, that's, that's not the answer. That's not what I want. Um, second thing is I decide what... What can I do about all of this? Um, you know, what's the what's the goal for the next year now that you've been given another year? Obviously, it's to be better. Um, that's going to be challenging. And it's going to be challenging because um, in the past, in order to get better, there's been every three to four months, there's been a race goal that has pushed me to be better. So think about it. I've bounced from either marathon to marathon or European champs to the marathon or 10K on the track at the national champs to a marathon. 
you know, there's always been something to get me through the next three to four months training at a very high level. And then I've recovered. And then I've, you know, so I've got better every year. But actually, I've probably got better every three or four months. I've just not always shown it in races because either I haven't done heaps and heaps of races or the races just didn't exist. You know, it's one or the other. Um, so I have to figure out a way to get better without the races. Um, and so the training will be broken up. For once, the training can be broken up as, you know, being the exact training that you would have done if there was no pressure on racing or no pressure on doing a championship for your country um, or no pressure for doing certain races for money or appearance fees or et cetera, et cetera. Um, the, the <laughs> Nala. Uh, Come on, cutie. <laughs> to 16 weeks. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, come on, honey. Good girl. Socializing. Sorry about that. Um, people were... The dog is really cute, actually. Um, it's a Weimaraner um, called Nala. So, 17, 16 weeks, 17 weeks. Um, but she's a, she's a good pup. Um, she'll definitely keep me on my toes with everything that's going on. Um, come on, honey. Good girl. Stop getting distracted. That was such a great walk. Um... But yeah, look, um, like I said, it's maybe the first time ever um, that we've been able to just focus on training without different pressures from anywhere else, far less travel, far less interruptions. Now, you could get coronavirus, which, you know, would definitely be an interruption. But in your vision of how the next lot of months should, might go, you might have to consider that. You might have to consider that it won't be uphill from here, or downhill from here, sorry, as, as the same would go. Um, you know, actually people say it's all uphill from here, but that would mean it's harder. So it's all downhill, hopefully, from here. But bear in mind, you know, you, you could come down with the virus, you could come down with a different illness. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot to factor in here. So for me personally, it's knowing that no year has ever been perfect. Um, you know, I'm talking about, oh, I'm really going to struggle there's no races. In fucking 2019, I think it was, I did Houston Marathon in January, the Irish 10K trials in July, and then Doha. You know, chill out. Um, that was no racing at all for all of to February, to March, to April, to May, to June, to July. Six, six months between Houston and the Irish National Champs was six months. On that note, I'd be fucking pissed off if I can't defend my national title which would have made it like three years in a row that is, i will be pissed off about that i might have to go down on the date and just post a fast time by myself <laughs> although all tracks are closed so i'm not allowed to do that um yeah look heaps going on here um problem solving yesterday what's the problem you know identify it identify all the problems not just the major ones small ones small things that might pop up um, what you're going to do about that. One of my first strategies was at 9.30, I go running. If I've slept in at 9.28, I go running at 9.30. The running shoes go on and I go running. The longer you delay it sometimes, the harder it is to get out the door. I feel that too. And I, and I love running. Sometimes I don't think I do, but I do. Um, the 9.30 rule, training for the next six weeks or so is very back to 
basic stuff that I've neglected for a while, um, and that's your basic Tuesday, more of a 10k to half marathon type feel, um, Thursday, all half marathon, just threshold stuff, um, and then I'm going to actually do some 200 after it. Um, on a Saturday, I'm going to do a 5k, and I want to break 15 minutes for 5k every Saturday. Doesn't matter if I run 14.59 or if I'm feeling good, maybe a bit quicker. Um, and then I'll do some hills and that's it. Um, and I'm just going to repeat. Um, I think the 5K is really important because if I start to slack or struggle in training or lose a bit of interest, um, that'll keep me honest. Because if I have to start racing to break 15 minutes for 5k now bear in mind it'll probably be in the parks it'll probably not be around the track um you'll know you'll know shit's getting real if i have to go to the track to break 15 minutes or 5k um and i'm joking but that could fucking happen um excuse my language but you know a few too many red wines a few too many packets of crisps and fuck i'll be i'll be looking for a downhill 5k is what i was joking with my mum. but it's even fun that i'm excited about that goal um you know, it's going to hold me accountable. If we can't race for a year, you know, maybe in the next year, you might find, you know, I, you're in a position where you've, um, you've broken 5K, you've broken 15 minutes for 5K 25 times, for example. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be awesome. Um, and it's only 15 minutes. It's not, and I, like for myself, you know, it's not, it's not sub 14. It's not like, ooh, it's just, it's just solid, you know. You can't be out of shape and breaking 15 minutes on a on a Saturday for 5k. Um, definitely not. Um, so that's it, guys. Um, I, I don't have a huge amount. Oh, I put the altitude tent in place. Um, I thought that was um, important. Um, sorry, just one second. Somebody texts me. Uh, yeah, the altitude tent, um, less to do with the, the benefits of sleeping at altitude, um, more to do with, um, you know, that's it. Like, we're back, we're back on it. Um, and, and I figure if I'm going to be housebound, and at the minute I've been napping, jeez, I've probably been having two naps a day. Um, I've been, you know, having a decent night's sleep um, overnight, and then I've been waking up and thinking... God, I must just have a wee nap here. And then that's at like 12 o'clock to like 1.30. And then probably at about 4, I often think, oh, God, I must have a wee nap here. <laughs> so I don't know if other people have been doing that, but I have, and it's quite interesting. So if I'm going to be sleeping more and in the in the bedroom more, why not be in an altitude tent? Um, and like I say, I don't know that there's going to be huge benefits of altitude boosts and blood boosts and and stuff like that um but yeah certainly there'll be there'll be lifestyle boost wanting to be in it a bit more which will increase sleep and i think just taking things seriously um is a pretty cool thing too um but look that's all for today um action today's action yesterday was problem solving today's action